and those who have joined us um, virtually this morning. Just Merry Christmas and um, Happy New Year to all of you. Now imagine being a leper during Old Testament times or at the time of Jesus. If you were a leper during that time, it was, had extreme consequences. It was one of the most feared and most frequently encountered diseases in the ancient world. You can look at it as a bacterial skin infection. It started small, almost imperceptibly, but it soon spread. And it rotted the victim's extremities and gave off this thoroughly disgusting smell. Lepers were excluded from society and they were left to die a slow, painful, humiliating death. Now just allow your imagination to experience that. They were prohibited by law from coming within 100 yards of healthy people. That's why they had to shout, unclean, unclean, so no one would come near them. Because to come in contact with a leper was to make oneself unclean since their disease, so it was believed was a sign of God's punishment. Those with these skin diseases were banned from any temple worship. They were kicked out of their homes and their families because, as I said, any contact with them or their clothing would make the others ritually unclean. And since family and community and Temple worship were an extremely important part of the lives of all the faithful Jewish people. You and I perhaps can only imagine, can only imagine the emotional pain that a person with leprosy may have been going through, completely without a community, no communion with others, total isolation. So in such a community-oriented world, being expelled from one's community was a terrible penalty. And identities, an individual's identity came from their membership in a specific clan or village. When lepers recovered from their disease, they had to go through this extensive and elaborate seven-day rite of purification. The great length they had to go through to return to temple worship and their community and out of this isolation in the end was a horrible, a horrible experience. I share this with you because I think it's important for us to understand the situation of the leper that we heard about in the gospel so that we can understand more clearly Jesus' response to him. As we heard in the gospel, moved with pity, Jesus stretched out his hand, touched him, and said, I will do it. Be made clean. You know, so often I think Jesus' humanness gets lost because of his divinity. But in this particular encounter, Jesus truly shows his human heart. And so he desires to be close to us in his humanity as well as his divinity. He desires to be with each one of us in the same intimate way 
that he chose to be with this leper. And St. Luke points out a subtle detail in this encounter that we should not overlook. Jesus was moved with compassion, with this deep care and love that he stretched out his hand and touched, he touched him. He touched him. He touched this leper and he healed him. He cured him by touching him. Think about that for a minute. Jesus was all powerful, right? How many other times in the Gospels where we hear that Jesus performs a miracle simply with a word? Or just with an unspoken desire? He didn't have to touch the leper. And in fact, as I mentioned earlier, it was against Jewish law to touch the leper. Jesus is being disobedient to the law. Think about what kind of trouble that might put him in. But he didn't care. But a word or a wave of his hand would have healed the leper, but it, and it would have fulfilled the Jewish law and been a lot more pleasant than touching this decaying flesh of this outcast person. And yet Jesus does touch him. Jesus makes a point of touching him. So as we hear, Jesus goes beyond what is strictly necessary because he wants to show you and me, all of us, the great links that he will go to to share this abundant love. He doesn't measure out his mercy because he is the face of the Father's mercy. He pours it out like Niagara Falls. Imagine that. Niagara Falls, the mercy of Niagara Falls being poured out over you. That's what he desires. So Jesus, I believe, touched the leper for our sake, as well as the sake of the leper. Just as he suffered his long excruciating crucifixion for our sake. And as we know, in doing so, Jesus made himself impure. He made himself unclean, according to the Jewish laws of Leviticus. Jesus, too, would be made an outcast. He, too, would have been declared unclean and cast outside the city to be executed on a cross. But through his love and care and compassion, Jesus would willingly take on the uncleanness, the sinfulness of all humanity, the sinfulness of all of us lepers, and in doing so would bring healing to all who would approach him for healing. In, in a sense, Jesus became a leper so that we could, be, could become members of the community of God. So this healing of the leper is a metaphor Yes, it's a beautiful healing story in the scriptures, but it's a metaphor for us sinners. Jesus came so that we would not have to live in isolation because of our sin, but so that we could live in a communion because of him. So we clearly see the heart of Jesus and the love he has for each one of us. 
You know, Jesus knows, he knows that, that it's hard for us to trust him. Right? We might say we trust him. Right? Isn't that a nice thought? We trust him. I trust him. I trust you, Jesus. But how far will we go with that trust? Will we go all the way? Probably not. So he knows it's hard for us to trust him, to come to him with our wounds, our sins, our weaknesses, our failures, and everything else. He knows it's hard for us, so he makes it easier by showing us that he is so much bigger than all of that. He knows everything about you. Every little thing about you, he knows and about me. He knows everything, right? And he still loves us unconditionally as he loved that leper. You know, St. Therese, a little flower, she used to say that compared to the fire of Christ's merciful love, all of our sins are like a drop of water being tossed into a blazing furnace. Let that image sink in. All of our sins are like a drop of water being tossed into a blazing furnace. So friends, as we hear this story of the leper today, you and I are invited to see in this encounter with Jesus the experience of every believer. In the eyes of Jesus, we are accepted, not because our skin is perfect, or our body is perfect, or our spirits are unblemished, but because he has entered into our condition and he reaches out to touch and heal us. If you want to be healed, if you think you need to be healed, we all need to be healed. Sometimes it's hard for us to admit that. And he's doing it today in this Eucharist. Right here, he touches us, making us clean and acceptable to God. So may we approach the Lord Jesus in this Eucharist this morning with the posture and prayer of the leper who fell prostrate before Jesus and pleaded, Lord, if you wish, you can make me clean. And we can be absolutely certain of Jesus' response. I will do it.